When Kevin was leading this morning, he read um, a lot of paragraphs in Romans chapter 8. And uh, when I went home, I read it myself, and I picked out a couple of verses in Romans 8 that are relevant to what I want to speak to tonight. Uh, but also, when I read that, I'm going to tell you what verse I picked for tonight, which I've got written down on my, uh, on my sheet of paper. Romans chapter 8 and verse 5 says this. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. That's simple enough to understand. I mean, even a simple person like me can, can understand something like that. That, you know, um, it, it seems to me that there is, has been, over my Christian life, a constant fight for my mind. On one hand, the sinful nature wants my mind, or the enemy wants my mind to control it. And on the other hand, the Holy Spirit wants my mind, because he wants to control it too. And over the years that I've been a Christian, I've found this to be so. And the only way I'll ever be free of it is when I go to glory, when I leave this earth and go to glory. So from now until I go to glory, this fight will all, always be there in my mind. It's a, it's a constant fight. You know, the enemy wants my mind. He wants to fill it with anything. He doesn't care what, he wants, what, what it'll be filled with. So long as it, you know, he has his way with it. But the Holy Spirit wants my mind for something more, more valuable than that. Because that's who he is and that's what he does. Um, okay, so Kevin read some of, well, m most of Romans 8 this morning. I just picked out a couple of verses. Now, li let, me, let me read to you the verse that I put down for tonight. If you turn your pages over a few more uh, in, into Romans chapter 12, you'll read these words. Don't copy the behaviour and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. By changing the way you think. And as we go through... This little talk this evening, I'm praying that, that, that a Holy Spirit, I'm trying to multitask here, and I'm, 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 I'm praying that as I'm speaking the words, that the Holy Spirit, he is ministering these words into your hearts, into your minds, and doing something with those words. If 
He's not. And if all I'm talking about is just a load of rubbish, then, you know, I, I'd rather go home. I, I would. Because I believe that God wants your mind to do something with it, something lovely, something worthwhile, something that will reach out to people out there because we, we, we're thinking about mission, we're thinking about reaching people. God will do something with your mind, with mine too, and that the mind that we've got will be controlled not by the enemy, but controlled by the Holy Spirit. Is that okay? Because I believe that's what he wants. He wants your mind and he wants my mind so we can work through it to reach out to people, to show people how lovely, how good, how great this Abba Father, Daddy, we've got. Yeah, that, that's, that's, what, that's what he wants to do. Don't copy the behaviour and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. If you forget everything else tonight, just get out, just get out of that. Let God change, let the Holy Spirit work in your mind and change the way you think. I've called this tonight your supernatural inheritance, right? Your supernatural inheritance. And, and, and as I work my way through it, you'll, you'll get where I'm going. Uh, I, I know that. Um, but this word supernatural may frighten some people off. Please don't let it do that. When I was a young boy, I used to read, uh, to, to collect and read comics, yeah? And they used to be the DC brand or the Marvel brand, yeah? Yeah, so I'm showing you how, how old I am now. And I used to have stacks and stacks of these, these comics, and I wish I'd kept them. Well, you, you know why, because they're so valuable these days. But these comics contain people like Superman, The Flash, Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, so on, so on, and so on. You know, people like these, yeah? Nowadays, these days... I try and act out these characters with my grandson Blake. Yeah, we, 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 we just like to play sometimes at, at, at superheroes. He is always one of the Ninja Turtles, I'll add. But, you know, it's, it's this idea of superheroes. And, and tonight again, uh, Kevin's called us royalty, which we are, but we're also superheroes. You, you know that, don't you? As you were sitting there in your seat tonight, from the youngest to the oldest, we're all superheroes. We're all superheroes. We're all superheroes of the supernatural. Because if you look at all these people, the Flash, uh, the Flash could run ridiculously fast. Superman was powerfully strong and he could fly. And, you, you know, you've all seen what Spider-Man can do. You know, so what do all these people have in common? They all operate in the realms of the supernatural. They all operate in the realms of the supernatural. That is, the way, the way I see it is that they all 
defy the laws of physics and work and live outside of those laws. Despite those laws of physics being there, superheroes don't need the laws of physics because they work outside of them. Can you see where I'm going with this? You know, with you and me. We sometimes don't need the laws of physics because we as supernatural beings belonging to Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, Pentecost Sunday, we are all supernatural beings. Now, it's no wonder, I believe, that the enemy wants to get into my mind and throw confusion in there and take stuff away. Because he knows that if I take this seriously, he knows if I take this seriously, then he's in big trouble with me. Yeah? Real big trouble. So he, he tries. He tries to pull me away. He says, Roy, you don't listen to that sort of stuff. Supernatural, it's impossible. Laws of physics says it's impossible. But the Holy Spirit says, Hang on a bit, Roy. Um, you don't want to listen to him. You want to listen to me because I can show you things that you never knew were possible. Never knew were possible. Someone once said about the Christian, and they said, these, they, they said this, it is unnatural for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. Get hold of that one. I'll, I'll, re I'll read it again. It says, It is unnatural for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. So, what I'm saying, what, what this man is saying is, if you haven't got an appetite for the impossible, what's happened to your Christian life? What, 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 you know, what's happened? Has, has, has the devil got into your mind and has he tried to do something with it and say the impossible really is impossible. But this Christian here who wrote this, who's seen many healings and miracles happen in his church, says it's unnatural for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. Get out of that one. We need as Christians, I need as a Christian an appetite for the impossible. Because when I have an appetite for the impossible, then I know I'm going places. If I think things are impossible, I'll put a barrier there and that's it. I'm not going to get through it. Agreed? Okay, agreed. So I've got two points tonight. All, all I've got is two points. And my first point is this, that the supernatural is impossible. Right? You'll see where I'm going in a minute. And the second point is the supernatural breaks boundaries. The supernatural first is impossible. And the second one is the supernatural breaks boundaries. As long as I keep saying that the supernatural is impossible, it will remain impossible. Yeah? I mean, if the enemy keeps saying to me, it's impossible, it's impossible, it's impossible, and I believe it, then 
I've come to that place in my life where I say, well, what's the point? It's impossible. Might as well pack it in. Might as well. So as long as I keep saying that, you know, then I'm not going anywhere. I'm, 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 I'm standing still. I need to have, if I keep saying that, I need to have a massive change of heart. A massive, massive change of heart and mind. That's what I need. Don't copy the behaviour and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by, trans, trans, by changing the way that you think. A massive change of heart takes me from one point to another. Now I know where I want to be. And I'm, again, as I'm, as, as I'm speaking these words to you, I'm praying that Holy Spirit is working in you now and, 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 and asking you where you would like to be. Yeah? Just, just pause for a second. Holy Spirit's saying, where do you want to be? In your life now. Do you want to be faced with the impossible. And say that the impossible cannot work. Or do you want it to be. The impossible is possible. With the Holy Spirit. There's another scripture that says this. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down strongholds of human reasoning and destroy false arguments. You and me tonight are so well equipped with these mighty weapons that... that God has given to us. Sometimes we just don't know. We, sometimes we don't know what we've got. I, I, I tell you, you, you just don't know how powerful you are. Sometimes you don't. You don't. And, and you, you want you want to ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to how powerful you are, because you know we can strip down these impossibilities. We can smash down these impossibilities. Because of what God, the Holy Spirit, is pouring into our lives right now. We are, you and me tonight, we are supernatural beings. Physically, that's me. But there's something in you and there's something in me that makes us supernatural. The Holy Spirit. Who comes at Pentecost and every day after. Some, somebody once said to me a long time ago, uh, you know, uh, I have to keep asking the Holy Spirit to, to fill me every day because I leak. You, you know, it, we, we like that. As, as people, we leak the Holy Spirit. So we have to ask him every day to fill us up to the top. Yeah. When Kevin was talking this morning, and when he was leading the worship, and then he said, uh, he, he just let it open for people to pray and, and, and whatever. Uh, the room was full this morning. And while 
after that prompting, there were, there were two or three people praying over there. And there was, I was sitting down there somewhere. And right over that corner, there was this black lady. Don't know her name. Don't know her name. But she started to get into it, if, if, if you know what I mean. And she was going and going. And, and I was thinking, whoa. You, you know, she, she was going. And, and, you know, praise the Lord. She was going. And, and, and when Kevin tried to finish, she was going and going and going, you know. And I, I, and I was watching and she was rocking. She was shaking. And I thought, goodness me, you know. The, the, the supernatural has really got hold of this lady this morning, you know, and she was shouting in tongues and she was shaking. And I thought, I bet she's doing it now at home, you know. I, I bet she's gone home and I bet she's. But that is something that, that happens. It, it's when, when the Holy Spirit starts to work, the supernatural begins to happen. Can I just share with you two or three things that have happened to me, you know, in, in the. In the the, the places that I've been when I, when I go out preaching and, and, and ministering to people. Um, um, yeah. I was at one place one evening and I preached the word and then I was walking around later on shaking hands with people and, and, and talking to people. And this one lady comes up to me and she says, Roy, can I have a word with you, please? I didn't plan this. I didn't plan this. She says, can I have a word with you? I said, yes. And she says, Roy, she said, I'm 65 years old, and when I was 15, my dad walked out on me. And I've been in such a state since. I've never got over the fact that my dad walked out on me. He abandoned me and left me. And all through the years, all through the years, I've never got over that. And she said, Roy, you've preached something tonight. And the Holy Spirit's worked in my life. And I've just been healed of that. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I was just the vessel. But that was what the Holy Spirit had planned for that night. I remember... One morning, being at, at another place over in uh, Netherton. That's a bit farther on than Gornal, Kevin. Uh, in a place called Netherton. Yeah, the, 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 the cavemen are still running around there. <laughs> and uh, I, rem I remember being there one morning. And um, this one lady got up to do the notices. And just before she shared the notices, she said, Roy, do you mind if I just pinch a few minutes of your time and share something? Holy Spirit working again. Not me, Holy Spirit. Supernatural starts again. I said, no, carry on. She said, the last time you were at this place preaching, I don't know if you remember or not, because she was sitting down the front. I do, I do remember it. She said, while you were preaching the word, I started to cry. I thought, well, it weren't that bad, was it? You know. She said, I started to cry. I can't remember what I was talking about that morning, but there was something in that word that touched that lady. And she said, do you know, Roy, that word that you preached that morning, she was telling the people 
you know, she said, you know, that word that you preached that morning did something in my heart, in my mind, and I've been healed. Not me. It's the supernatural. See, all I do, all I do is just leave myself open to the supernatural happening. And that, that's, that, that's, that's the, the whole key to it, really. It's just leaving yourself open to the supernatural, to the Holy Spirit working. I got up one morning to, to preach a word in, in, in this, this one place. And uh, before I preached, I, I, just, I was just about, I got all my stuff out, and, and I was just, just getting ready to preach. And it was as though Father said, Roy, I want you to give these a prophetic word. And I said, what is it? He said, well, you just open your mouth and you find out. <laughs> well, dear me. You know, but I, I just said something. And, and, you know, but later on, people came up to me and said, Roy, that was just for me. You know, and I was thinking, it's not me. This is the supernatural part of the ministry of which we're all involved in of which we are um, part of so don't tell me that the supernatural is impossible the supernatural when the holy spirit when he begins to work in your life and in your mind he can do things that you wouldn't even imagine you know i i i, I feel so privileged to be able to stand in front of of, of, of Christians no matter where I go and to, and, and to be able to, to do that I, I, I really do I'm, I'm, I'm in such a privileged position second point is and then, then we'll close is that the supernatural breaks boundaries I'll tell you the impossible builds up boundaries it builds up walls all the way around that's what the impossible does but the supernatural knocks them down the supernatural has got no respect for the impossible. No respect at all. Here's another quote. This is from the same person who said, it's unnatural for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. This person said this. Jesus got what I deserved so that I could get what he already has. Jesus got what I deserved on the cross. That's what I deserved. He got what I deserved so that I could get what he already has. And what I'm going to do is just share one or two things uh, with you from Jesus' life and then we'll, then we'll close and, and, we'll, and we'll, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to just, to, to just bless us. Another scripture says this. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased. Um, I'll read it again. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He's purchased us, he brought us, paid for us on the cross. He had what I deserve. And then he gives me something, you know, that I don't deserve. Something so amazingly brilliant and lovely. 
Jesus got what I deserve so I could get what he already has. And the Spirit is his guarantee. Holy Spirit living in you tonight is his guarantee of the inheritance that you can have. And the funny thing is that you can have that inheritance right now. The, the, the scripture says that you have inherited every spiritual blessing in Christ. And he wants you to discover, and this is what I like, he wants you to discover the spending power of your inheritance. That, that, again, that, that, that wakes me up because I've got an inheritance, but I've also got the spending power. Yeah? If I gave you a million quid tonight, I'm not going to because I haven't got that much, but if I gave you a million quid tonight, you'd have spending power, wouldn't you? Hey? You'd think, oh, spending power. We had a phone call from my daughter, uh, Laura, not, not Rachel, from, from Laura, some time ago. And um, uh, I think for some reason we promised her that, that, that if she ever needed a, a, a lift up into the housing market, we, we would help her. You know, like the, the money that we've got, it's their inheritance, isn't it? That's what they call it. And we had, we had a phone call from Laura the one night and she said, she asked, asked Mom, and she said, Mom, you know, you, know, uh, you said that we could... Uh, borrow or have so much money to help us to buy a house yes yeah, so well, I'm, I'm cashing it in tonight I, you know would you lend us so we lent her an amount we got we didn't lend that we gave her an amount of money to help her onto the uh housing yeah we, we did that so what we did was we gave her some of our inheritance so she had spending power do you know where i'm going with this don't you because of the stuff that Jesus has got for us, that God has got for us. He has given us so much, and we have got so much spending power. And it's like we've got a million quid in the bank and we won't spend it. You know, why not? What are we frightened of spending it on? You know, why are we frightened of spending it? Because we are God's supernatural people. Jesus said this, didn't he? My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. It's a different kingdom. Jesus came from a different kingdom, a different place. When we were born again, we were born into that kingdom. So we belong not to this kingdom, not to this earthly kingdom. We belong to God's kingdom. And God's kingdom defies the laws of physics, works outside the realms of the laws of physics because it works in the supernatural. He said to Pilate once, Jesus, you have no power over me unless it were given to you from above. Power. You see, the power that Jesus had, the right and the authority that Jesus had, far surpasses the power and, 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 and the authorities and the kingdoms in this world because Jesus comes from a supernatural place. And that supernatural place is where you and me belong because we've been born again, because we belong to an amazing Abba Father. I'm nearly finished, I'm nearly finished. Jesus said this, and this is a challenge to me, a challenge to me. He says, I'll tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I've done. You know, and even greater works. 
Don't need to say any more on that one because that is the challenge. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works. Because I'm going to be with the Father, you can ask anything in my name and I will do it. We're in a privileged position as his children, as God's children. We've got so much, you know. Move it from your head. Move it from your head into your heart, into your soul, so that you can actually use it out there, out there. I'm, 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 I'm going to finish there because if, if, if I don't, I'll just go on and on. But, but you and me have such an amazing supernatural inheritance. And the Holy Spirit tonight is prompting you, is prompting me to take him up on that inheritance and use it. Can I just pray for a minute? Father, that's uh, a lot to take in, really, when we look at it. Because sometimes when we think about our lives and look at the situations that are surrounding our lives, we think and look at the situation and think, well, it's really impossible. We'll never get through that. But we know, but we know, if we were to open up our hearts our minds and lives to you and allow you, Holy Spirit, to flood our very beings, then we know that nothing is impossible. And I just pray tonight that every single person in this room may have been touched, not physically, but supernaturally. So that we all may know we belong to a supernatural kingdom and that in your name we can do anything. Amen. Thanks, Roy.